blessed as you give. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I was excited to read about what's happening at at uh, Asbury, and uh, you know something's going on because uh, these are the same college kids that are so busy with this, that, and the other. When church, when chapel was over Wednesday morning, nobody left, and there's still people there, people going and worshiping God without without uh, very much, very little human orchestration. Uh, and uh, evidently the presence of God is there. And it's so important. Our young people are so important. And uh, uh, one thing I think sometimes as adults, we get, uh, we get too comfortable the way we are and anything just the least little bit different is too much for us. And we're not interested. Uh, and young people are looking for something genuine and real. But in, in the midst of all that, God is dealing with people. And God is drawing people to himself to surrender. That, that, that's what God wants. He doesn't want a little portion of you just enough so that you can get a ticket to heaven. He wants, he wants all of us. Because he's everything anyway in eternity. And that's when we really find life is when we surrender to him but th there will be people are coming from other colleges they're busting students in from other colleges like Andrew said people are going to see what's happening and reporting on it but if uh, if a handful of young people that were going to be teachers get filled with God and we need people so filled with God they don't care they don't care and uh, uh, what society thinks and uh They'll impact, they'll impact lives. One, the gift goes on. It's Jesus is transferable. Amen. We sh <clears throat> when we get the right deal, we share it with those around us. So I'm excited about that. And and I've been praying for uh, the the schools. I mean, we're right here in Adair County, so obviously that is our first. Uh, uh, our first commitment to to pray for the local schools and uh uh you know darkness has got has got its claws in there and and uh darkness has its lawyers it's called the aclu american civil liberties union to make sure that uh you know uh any voice no matter how how perverse has the right to be heard and they will they will provide free lawyers and and uh, they're very good. It's very it's very complicated. But there's just there just is a whole lot uh, going on. But God can do so much in a moment in a twinkling of an eye that amazes everybody. And and we all need to encounter Him. And uh, revival is just getting revived. It's just rededicating. To, to your love for God and your dedication to God and readjusting, rethinking things and in an atmosphere like that you're you're drawn to do it and and uh but you know, I pray it spreads all over and this this uh this is just not another little spurt, but it's something 
mighty and it comes here. Amen. And uh, we have all of God we want. Just going to be honest with you. You have all of God you want. This is, this is a testimony of how much God we want. Me too. Sad to say. Sad to say. Now, boy, if God come in with a lightning bolt and knock me off my white horse, and man, I'd really serve him. Well, you know, he, he's, he, he's in us. Amen. And he's nigh to us. And it's how much do we want to give to him and, and yield to him. And, and Lord, help us understand that and help all of us to, to decide uh, we need him more now than ever before because perilous times while while all the perilous things are happening that we some we comprehend some we don't uh some we miss some some balloons just fly right over our heads and we don't even know about it amen uh, you know evidently we've missed a few so uh 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 but god is god amen and uh if we will seek him out we will be blessed amen so uh we have uh, children's ministry this morning we have you know we have a few people out with sickness and a couple families and and uh we miss them and we'll pray for them father we believe for healing and health is is your plan for us we speak healing and and health to all those not present judy in the hospital other ones that are uh aff afflicted by this and that some on vacation or some on a little trip we just speak Peace and health to them all, in Jesus' name. But, Lord, we're here, and we ask your blessing here. Praise God. Well, it is uh, February 12th, so it's getting close to Valentine's Day, and, and this is Word of Life Family Church. So, and, and there are a lot of things in the Word of God that will help us as a family, and even more so, in these last days uh, that we're seeing and observing uh, so much going on and uh, God is a good God and uh, the enemy's just doing everything that he can to get us knocked off track to keep us off balance to keep us from laying hold of everything that we need to lay hold of and uh, Proverbs 28 20 says a faithful man will abound with blessings. So if we can stay faithful to God, we're going to be blessed. And it's important to stay faithful to uh, knowing God, to walking with God, not just knowing about God, but, but really having a relationship with Him, walking with Him. So the, the Passion Translation of that says, uh, Life's blessings drench the honest and faithful person so you know he, he gave us all things freely to enjoy he wants us to have a good life he is not a cosmic killjoy uh that uh that uh doesn't want us to have any fun uh you know the bible says seek first the kingdom of heaven and it's righteous and then all these things will be added into you it didn't say seek only the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you. You know, uh, the things of God need to be first. We need to have things prioritized in our lives and let everything have its proper perspective and not let anything become an idol. Amen. But he didn't say seek only the kingdom. 
And some people got religious and got caught up in religious and legalism, and that's, that's all they did. And, and uh, you know, I've heard of marriages splitting up because all one of the spouses wanted to do was pray and fast and be shut up in their prayer closet, and they didn't have time for their spouse. Well, the, the, that's not God's will. Amen. Uh, because, matter of fact, he, he told us, you know, to be careful when we get married because when you get married, you have not only responsibility to God, but you have responsibility to your spouse. Amen. So he didn't say seek only the kingdom, but he did say seek first. Seek it first. So uh, God established the home even before he established the church in the Garden of Eden there, praise God. Uh, and God intended uh, home to be a little bit of heaven. Amen. Heaven on earth. Praise God. Amen. And uh, it's an example that he uses of his relationship uh, with the church. Uh, you know, the wedding supper of the Lamb. And for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined into the wife, and they'll be one flesh. It's all, you know, it's, it's big to God. It's important to God. And uh, marriage has is, is suffered tremendously in the last several decades. It's, it's, and and uh, if, if we don't turn the way things are going, it's going to get even worse right now. And uh, number one, we've got to learn who our heroes are. Amen. Your heroes are not your TV stars. Amen. And, and uh, Disney is given over to perversity, the Disney Channel, and things like that. It's very subtle. A lot of it's very subtle, but it get, it's gets more and more blatant. And, uh, and uh, obviously, you don't want your uh, little girls and little boys learning what love is from Disney because that's a, that's a perverted conce conception. We want to learn it from the Word of God and hopefully from good examples in the local church, praise God, of, of uh, married couples loving each other faithfully and, and having a right relationship and at home, praise God, uh, seeing what a right relationship is. But uh, uh, so much hell has been let loose on the earth. Amen. Even attacking in the church amen and 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 part of it is a wrong concept of what marriage is and and a wrong understanding and and we have so much of a tendency to well if enough people's doing it it must be all right for us too if 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 if, if the 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 uh public opinion is with a certain thing then then why should we not uh, go with it but that's not right the word of God is right and heaven and earth will pass away and Christian any Christianity that's that's watering down the gospel or taking away the gospel we don't have anything to do with that that's religion and the, the, the epistles address it having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away amen religion is not going to take care of us in these last days Religion is not going to cut it in these last days. Amen. It's going to take people knowing Jesus, knowing Him. Not preachers knowing Him. Amen. But the people in the pew knowing Him. Amen. And He's not, He, he said, come boldly 
to my throne, all ye fivefold ministers. Now, he said that to every one of us. Amen. And uh, we got to know him. So, homes have been torn asunder. There's divorce on every hand. Uh, you know, Satan seems to be specially attacking homes of ministers and uh, uh, people who hold places of authority in the church. He's trying to drive his wedge of discord into every family, especially the ones who desire to do anything for God. Amen. He would just like to wreck that and tear that up and, and cause all kinds of trouble. Now, he's a liar and a deceiver, and he's patient and he's witty. But the Bible says we're not ignorant of his devices. But sometimes we act like it. You, how many remembers there was a sitcom when I was uh, younger and watched TV, uh, and uh, they had a guy named Steve Urkel. Y'all remember that? And he had big glasses, you know, and he wore his pants up to here, you know. And, and, and uh, he was a real nerd, you know, but, and he liked the neighbor girl. And he said, I'm wearing you down, baby. I'm wearing you down, you know. And uh, uh, that's what the devil does, but he don't let us know he's wearing us down. He's sneaky. Amen. And he'll just work and chisel. And, you know, the, the answer to any problem is always in the Word of God. And, you know, God's will, God designed uh, uh, the, the, the family to be great. Amen. And so if you're not married, you know, this is what you're looking for if you do get there. Or, you know, let me tell you something. You'd be better off single than to be in a bad marriage. I just tell you, you, you would. Amen. And uh, there's ways to get in right marriages. It's, it's being led by the Spirit. And uh, you won't find them on... Uh, you won't find them on a web page. Amen. Or dating site. Hallelujah. Silver singles. <laughs> they ain't there. Amen. Hallelujah. Or even Christian mingle. Amen. Hallelujah. Because uh, everybody's looking for something. And one of the things we, when we fall in love, people say things to us that if, if they're smart. You know, if, if you, if you want to turn your, your silver single mingle date off on the first go-round, you know, just critique everything that they say. I really don't like that dress. I, I really don't like your hair like that. You know, you just say a few things like that, you're fixing it. You're, 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 you're doing it in. Amen? There won't be a second date. You don't have to worry about it. You keep on going like that. What you do, you compliment. And you say things, you use wisdom. And you say things that will make them feel good. Amen. And that's why people fall in love. Because somebody said or done something or looked at us in a way like they really liked us. Amen. You can't sit there like you've got to be sucking on a sour pickle. Amen. But you, and you're sitting there saying, I must be making them miserable. No, you want to make them smile, and that makes you smile. You fall in love because you're doing stuff that makes you feel good and saying things that make you feel good. Well, listen, we stay in love the same way. We never stop that. Amen. What you do to get them, you do to keep them. Praise God. And, and, and that's just wisdom. But, it, I mean, kindness and, and, and peace is so much better than turmoil and strife. Amen. But the enemy will slick us into it. And then, you know, the television, uh, uh, you know, all the sitcoms, uh, it, it's uh, about men and women fussing, and we think that's funny. 
and they say mean things to each other, and, you know, the audience laughs. And so we laugh. So we think that's how we're supposed to treat our spouse. Amen. But, but that's not how you're supposed to treat our spouse. Amen. God wants us to have heaven on earth. Marriage is two imperfect people committing themselves to a perfect institution by making perfect vows from imperfect lips before a perfect God. Marriage is, is God's idea, and it's a good idea. Amen. And, you know, it populates the world. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, it's just good. Amen. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, you can read with me here. Always giving thanks to Father God for every person He brings into your life uh, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And out of your reverence for Christ, be supportive to one another in love. For, for wives, this means being devoted to your husbands like you are tenderly devoted to our Lord. For the husband provides leadership for the wife just as Christ provides leadership for His church. As the Savior and Reviver of the body, in the same way the church is devoted to Christ, let the wives be devoted to the husbands in everything. And to the husbands, you are to demonstrate love for your wives with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to us, His bride, for He died for us, uh, sacrificing uh, Himself. That's Ephesians 5, 25 in the, that's the Passion Translation. Uh, but uh, there, there's, there's, a, there's a devotion, a commitment. It's a God thing. It's a God plan. And now society's trying to tear that down. And we don't like commitment. We don't like long-term commitment. And society's trying to teach us, you know, movie star A, you know, he's dashing and he's the star of all the new hit movies. And then movie star B, the, the, the she version, she's the latest new thing and, and all glamorous photos and all, all that, and they're just, you know, uh, the biggest of stars. And, and uh, they get together, and they fall in love, and they become a passionate thing. And, and then they have even, some of them even have two or three kids. And, oh, romance made in heaven. It's wonderful. And then about three or four years, they're hiring the best lawyers money can buy, and they're fighting and dividing everything. And sometimes the, they're so bitter and vicious that it spills over into the media. And we see all that nonsense. And then we think, you know, that's how we do. Amen. So, you know, we'll try it for a while. And then if it goes sour, we'll just, you know, I'll have to put up with that. Somebody will treat me better. Amen. Well, that ain't God's plan. Amen. And the grass is always greener on the other side. Now, now listen, almost 40 years I've been doing this. Almost 40 years. And I've sat on the other side of the desk from too many. Too, too many couples that the, the thrill is gone, baby. The thrill is gone. And I tried to tell them. I've begged husbands not to leave wives, and I've begged wives not to leave husbands. So you don't know what you're doing. You don't even begin to know what you're doing. You think, you think you got a plan, but you don't have a plan. You, do, you can't see the whole picture. I've seen it over and over and over, and I've seen the whole picture. You don't know what you're doing. And they walk away, and they do what they think. They, 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 they follow their plans, and I ain't seen a home run yet. 
I ain't, I ain't seen one come out good yet. Amen. There's, there's always repercussions that you never thought of. And the grass is not greener on the other side. But our God is a big God. And what He created, what He developed, He can fix it. He can change hearts and minds today. Amen. And I've seen this, fortunately, a few times. Amen. When people give their lives to God and surrender their lives to God and stop being so selfish. Amen. And start being concerned uh, about uh, everybody involved. You know, it's particularly sad where there's children involved. It's particularly sad because uh, uh, they don't understand. And we were ordained for, for paradise, for heaven on earth. And, but now society, we're so slick and we're so cool that, yeah, we can have multiple families and we can do all this. and We can handle it. We're, we're adults. Amen. But, but you really can't handle it and they really can't handle it. Amen. And it causes wounds that are, that are just hard to heal. Amen. I, 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 I know what I'm talking about. Uh, God designed it to be eternal, but we, we've lost our mindset. Amen. And now listen. Listen, it does take two. One person can say, I'm holding on to the Word of God, and I'm standing on the Word of God. And if, 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 if somebody doesn't want to do that, it's hard. It's hard. And, uh, you know, you can only do so much. But I'm saying if you're wise, if you're smart, you want to do what God's will is for you. And life is but a vapor. It's here for a while and then it's gone. And eternity is for a long, long uh, time. And don't get your eyes caught on something temporal. Amen. Get your eyes on the, on the, uh, the long haul. You know, praise, I praise God for my mom and dad. They maybe you've seen them in the newspaper. They're, uh, they're uh, famous. Now they're celebrities. Uh, but, you know, uh, for a long, long time they've been together. Through thick and thin. Amen. Amen. Through separation. I mean, not, not getting mad and leaving each other, but because the United States Air Force said he had to go here. And we couldn't go. You know, and was, there was those separations, and, and uh, I'm sure tests and trials we don't know about, uh, but they worked it out. And, and, you know, the old school was, was tougher, and they were taught to do that. Praise God. And, uh, you know, I, I heard uh, Grandpa Emmett tell me all the time, he said, I told my children, he said, if you make your bed hard, you've got to lay in it, so be careful. You know, and that was... Uh, good advice but that that advice doesn't stand so much anymore and now now i've noticed weddings are bigger and more extravagant with with extreme preparation and venues and big big elaborate events and they spend so much time preparing that but how much time do they spend preparing their hearts amen for 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 a, a, a future amen they're they're just after glamour or something and, and oh I've, I've seen i've seen the big weddings been in the big weddings said now do you take this woman i've been I, i'm the one that did that and and they did then but a, a little while later they didn't anymore amen and that's sad
It's horrible. We'd be so much better to find out what God wants and the way God designed us, and His ways are better than our ways. Always. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, this, it started this way, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and he closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. And therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Amen. Two become one. Amen. Not two individuals. You're, you're always looking for trouble when it's the two individuals things. It's me instead of we. Amen. Hallelujah. So he said, wow, man, when he saw that, glory to God. You know, God's good. And you know, you know, uh, you, you know Eve was pretty. Hallelujah. Wow, man. So, so romance, and God designed it. This is why I love God. I mean, it makes me want to shout every day. You know, romance is an intense feeling of a, an attraction for a member of the opposite sex. Amen. Uh, that's, that's something that comes from God. Amen. Uh, uh, attraction in that romantic love that uh, 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 it's, it's just, it's just uh, amazing. You know, there's songs written about it and movies made about it. You know, when a man loves a woman, you know, uh, you, you know it's, an, it's an amazing thing and vice versa, praise God. Uh, but uh, sometimes those feelings subside and sometimes that same tongue that we use to cause those feelings we let the devil get control of it and we let it shoot those feelings down amen and we make wounds amen instead of causing healing and uh, uh, the feelings subside and like I say some divorce and then there's so many out there right now and for some reason this seems to be the this seems to be the uh, the mindset well, I've already been divorced or, divorced or time or two, and marriage just doesn't work for me, so I'm never going to marry anybody else. And they may fall in love with a wonderful person, amazing person, but then they're living outside of God's covenant and what God said. Amen. God's right. God's right. Oprah's wrong. Dr. Phil's wrong. All the society, all, they're all wrong. Amen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of this word will ever pass away. God's right. He made it way back then. It's still good today. Praise God. Everything else is a lie. Amen. And some, some, and some of the old timers, they stayed in a passionless marriage. And the, the, maybe the wife felt trapped or maybe the husband felt trapped and they just couldn't get away from it. And they said, well, I've made my bed hard, so I'm just going to lie on it and I'm just lying it and I'm just going to be miserable all my life. It doesn't have to be that way either. You can let God in your life. You can let God in your home. You can let God in your heart and let him heal wounds. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. And Lord, help me to understand. Amen. I had to pray. I had to pray when I was a young husband and a young dad and because uh, uh, I just really didn't know. I, I really didn't know a whole lot about anything. And uh, now I'm saved, and I understand now that there's Christian ministries for marriages. 
And, and I, the, when I first heard of it, you know, I was going to, to work 10 hours a day, and I was coming home, and I was tired, and my wife was telling me all this stuff she saw on TV. And for, at first, I thought it was of the devil. Because I said, that's just causing strife. I'm sorry I don't open the doors for you, and I'm sorry I don't bring you flowers, but I never did. You know? Hallelujah. Uh, I, I never was that type of person. I never learned that. And I, I, don't know, uh, I don't know how to do that kind of stuff. Amen. So I had to pray, Lord, teach me how to be a husband. Amen. And I'm still, Misty's faster than me. I very seldom get to open the door. She's already gone through two or three doors before I get to the first one. Amen. I'm, I'm getting better now. I'm trying. But, but uh, uh, not that I wouldn't open the door for her. Praise God. And it's more than that, too. Amen. Amen. It's a general attitude. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, as a man thinks, so shall he be. And uh, you will have what you say. If you keep saying the wrong things, you're going to get it. Amen. You're going to get it. Amen. Uh, but you keep saying the right things, you're going to get that too. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, so we, 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 we focus on developing understanding. Men and women are different. Amen. Uh, and uh, all people are different, but especially men and women generally think different. Uh, for instance, a woman is an is a incubator. Amen. They're producers. Meanwhile, men are providers and protectors. Amen. So we have different functions. And this is a covenant, a marriage covenant. And, and uh, like two tribes becoming one, really. And, uh, you know, the first time I ever started teaching on covenant, I, I, I talked about uh, one tribe was uh, warriors. And they were muscle-bound and athletic and fierce. And they had uh, swords and shields and bows and arrows. And, uh, but they couldn't grow nothing. And then there was another tribe. And, you know, they were short and fat. But, man, they knew how to hoe and they knew how to grow corn. They knew how to catch fish. They knew how to uh, hunt pigs. They, they, they had, uh, you know, they had an amazing uh, system to always have food. But the other guys just knew how to fight. And every time they fought somebody, they'd take everything away from them. But then somebody else would come and steal it and they couldn't grow it. Amen. And the, uh, the, the farmers, you know, they could grow anything and everything, but the bad guys would always come and steal it from them. So they, they got together and become one. They cut covenant. The kings cut covenant. The leaders cut covenant. And what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. So from now on, whatever got grown, whatever got produced in the storehouses, they had a big old guy out there with the sword guarding it. And nobody ever touched it again. Amen. And all these muscled up guys, they had food year round. And they didn't have to go chasing it and fighting for it. And see, and that's the way a great marriage is. Amen. Uh, uh, sometimes we're different. We got different deals. Amen. But we complement each other. Hallelujah. And we need to learn that. So everything doesn't have to be exactly the same. But the best covenants are between two parties with differing attributes. Amen. And we got to understand love too. And uh, it's a blessing. And you got, you got to believe for it. And you got to cultivate it. Amen. Misty, Misty is my best friend. Amen. I, I, I've, got, I've got a few friends. I mean, I got my brothers in the ministry 
that I'm very close to. But Misty's my best friend. I can't talk to them every day, all day, but, but uh, she lives with me. And uh, I enjoy her company. We can talk about anything and everything. Amen. It's fantastic. And uh, the word, I use this when I do a marriage ceremony. The word love in English, you know, means love. And I mean, it, it, it can have different connotations. You know, I love this or I, 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 that means you're really fond of something. Amen. And uh, loving people, it's a verb. There's different attributes. But the, the, uh, the Greek language is so much more complex. There's, there's like three or four words for every one word in English, three or four meanings. So there's several meanings. I think I've heard seven or eight, but three of them that I like to talk about, Greek words for love that's translated in English love. One of them is eros, and that's the romantic. Well, she's hot. I like that. Amen. Eros, that's eros love. Phileo is, I, I explained it, is friendship love. We're, we're, uh, we, we, we have something in common. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Amen. You need to have that. And you, and you need to have a, uh, eros too. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And then the, the last kind is agape. Agape. And that means unconditional. Unconditional. Undeserved. Amen. And we as human beings, we want to have, well, we're only going to give love when they deserve it. Amen. Well, if you're a child of God, you've got to get healed from that. You've got to get delivered from that. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, they're going to pay for that for years. No, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm going to be mean and, and cold. Or, or uh, who was it? Uh, uh, Randy Bachman and... Uh, Guess who? Way, way back there. No sugar tonight. He said he wrote that song. They come out, he'd come out of a place of business somewhere, and some lady was giving her husband the business over something that he had done wrong. And he wrote that song right there. No sugar tonight in my coffee. No sugar tonight in my tea. Da, 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 da. Well, big hit. Glory to God. And that, that couple uh, acting out in the flesh is what. But you can't do that. That's not agape. Agape is unconditional, undeserved, like God loves us. Does, does, do you always deserve God's love? Now, don't nobody be lying up in here. Do you always deserve God's love, or sometimes you've got a little attitude? Amen? And God could cut you off. No, he doesn't. So it takes eros. It takes phileo. We've got something in common, uh, you, you know, mutual benefit. And it takes agape. And that's three legs. And see, there's three legs on that stand that's holding up that camera right there. And it, it won't fall down. There's three of them. If there was two of them, it'd fall over. It'd have to be leaned up against something. Or if there's just one. But three of them will spread out and make a balance. And that's the way God designed this. And we need all three. And we need to cultivate all three. So, so again, we fall in love because somebody says good things. Somebody says things that make you feel good. Some people say, I've heard, uh, I've heard women say this about men. He makes me laugh. He always makes me laugh. Well, that's a good thing. That's better than making them cry. Amen. So they make you feel good. Amen. Hallelujah. But now let me say this. The person you're closest to, if they have a mind to, they can make you feel worse than anybody else can. 
Amen. Because they know the secret spot. They know the tender if they know you like they should. They know how to hurt you. And they know how to heal you. Amen. Listen here. We reap what we sow. Amen. You, 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 they call it karma in the world, but it's, it's, it was God had it before the world had it. It's, it's given. It shall be given unto you. Or as you'd have doing to others as you'd have them doing to you. Amen. And so that's very important. Amen. So, uh, the, and why not make each other feel good? Why not make each other happy? And, 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 and why fuss and fight and, and be depressed and be discouraged all the time when we could be happy and have joy and be an encouragement? Amen? Hallelujah. One guy said, Love is an irresistible desire to be irresistibly desired. Amen. Pay attention to, 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 to each other. Amen. Uh, Ephesians 5, that describing marriage, it said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become uh, one flesh, or cleave together, joined to his wife, or cleave to his wife. And, and, and I got wrote down, to pursue with intense desire. Amen. Hallelujah. And... and uh, you know, you probably pursued your spouse a certain little, one of them pursued the other one, and, and at least one of them slowed down enough to get caught. You know, so you had, you know, you could have got away if you wanted to, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, but we need to pursue each other. Amen. We need to cultivate those things. The very first marriage ceremonies I used to do, I did this on Ricky and Lisa. She came in. Good to see you, Lisa. That was the first marriage I ever did right there here, here on nearly Valentine's Day. Listen to this. And I said this, and, I, and I'd, I'd almost cry every time. Sometimes I would cry. Of the world's three great institutions, the home, the church, and the state, the home is the oldest and mo most sacred. In the consummation of the first marriage, the woman whom God made as a helpmeet for man was not taken from his head to rule over him, nor from his feet to be trampled by him, but from his side that she might be his equal, from under his arm that she might receive his protection, and from near his heart that she might own and command his love. The relation of husband and wife is most sacred when it is that of two souls with a single thought, two hearts that beat as one. It is the blending of two lives, the union of two natures. Glory to God. And that's right, right there. That's right. So your spouse fell in love with, with you because you did and said things that made them feel good, and they will stay in love with you because you do and say things that make them feel good. Praise God. And you can go how many years? 67, 67 years and still going strong. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's, it's, a, it's like a bank, the love bank. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, if I'm going to withdraw any money from the bank, i got to put some in there. Amen. And, you know, now, nowadays it's easy. You check it on your phone, see where you're at. And if I'm running low, i got to get some money and put it in there. Amen. And uh, that's the same way uh, on your love account, your love bank. Amen. If you're putting good stuff in, you can always make a deposit. You can always write a check on it, praise God, if you're putting stuff in. But it goes both ways. Amen. Hallelujah. There's deposits and withdrawals. And then, you know, 
we got to work and pray about it, and we are creatures of habit. Uh, but I've seen this. And, and, you know, God has to give us wisdom uh, with our children. Some people just yell at their children and never really discipline them. And so it, it all just becomes yelling and fussing. And, and so then your children feel like you can't communicate. And then on the other hand, some parents try to be their best friends and get too familiar with their children. And that doesn't work. You got need to pray God to show you how to do that. But it's like the old hog. I always tell the story when I'm talking about this. But uh, it's like the old hog. We, we raised hogs. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of rewarding feeding the pigs. I mean, it's, uh, sometimes we had to carry, we had the hog lot way off over the hill. And, uh, and uh, you had to carry the feed down there. And sometimes you'd mix up, we'd mix up hominy, you know. And, uh, boy, they loved that. And it fattened them up quick, boy. But, uh, man, they'd hear you coming. They'd hear you coming with that, them buckets rattling. They'd be squealing. Oh, they love to eat. And you get down there and you pour that stuff out in them troughs and they just line up. And I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, they just devoured it. You know, so if, 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 you, if you're there and you're up on the hog house and when you poured the slop in the trough and the hogs got in there eating it and you dropped a big brick on one of them's head, you know, that hog go, and they'd back off and withdraw for a minute, you know. And then they run back in there. You drop another brick on their head. They're going, and, and, and wander off. And their head's really hurting by now. Amen. And eventually they're going to get to look and see if you're up there with the brick. And they're going to put two and two together. I love slop. But every time I stick my head in there, I get a knot on my head. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And we wonder why sometimes people don't want to communicate with us or tell us things. You know, you don't have to have a cow over everything. It doesn't have to be World War III over everything. Some things, you don't have to say some things. You really don't. You don't have to say every thought that pops into your head. Marital faithfulness involves more than just sexual fidelity. Amen. Uh, and, 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 and we need to do this. We need to show respect to each other. That's what we want. That's what men want more than anything is just to be respected and not be criticized and put down because we're macho. You know, and we want to feel like we're accomplishing a little something. But if we get belittled and belittled, it, 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 it's dropping a brick. Amen? Uh, so listen to this. Being faithful to your wife also means defending her and affirming her beauty, intelligence, and integrity at all times, particularly before other people. I always know a dummy. I, I, I spot a bona fide dummy when they say something sassy or, or vice versa. It can be a male or a female. But when they say sass, something sassy and belittling to their spouse in front of a bunch of people. Amen. Right there, some a c- couple bricks shy. They may think they know it all, but they don't know nothing because they're dropping bricks. Amen. And letting somebody, that, that's not funny. It's not funny for a man to belittle a woman. It's not funny for a woman to belittle a man. That's you. We become one flesh. We're joined together. I don't go around criticizing myself. Now, some comedians do. It's a, it's a form of sarcasm, but if they were wise, they'd quit that because they're going to have what they said. Y'all remember Red Fox, Sanford and Son? Y'all remember him? It's a big one, Ethel. It's a big one. Oh, it's a big one. It's a big one. You know what happened to him? 
One day he was on the set and he said, oh, it's the big one, it's the big one. And he dropped down and they thought he was playing. He wasn't playing. It was the big one. He got what he said. Amen. Hallelujah. <coughs> Faithfulness to your husband, ladies, means sticking up for him always, building him up and never tearing him down. Marital fidelity means that your spouse's health, happiness, and security and welfare take a higher place in your life than anything else except your own relationship with the Lord. Amen. God first and then them. Amen, and you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. One guy said to keep the marriage brimming with love. Uh, whenever you are wrong, admit it. And whenever you are right, shut up. And that works. 1 Peter 3, 7 said, Husbands, likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of this grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. We're to honor each other and respect each other, not fuss and fight and be critical. And uh, Lord, help us. When you're away from them, don't talk about them. Amen. Uh, you know, this is hypothetical. This is extremely hypothetical. But if I went to my mother and I complained about my wife, well, she just does this, and she just does that, and I'm just tired of it. And I just wish she, she did this and just hurt me, and she done this and she done that. And, and you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to go home, and she's going to say something nice to me, and I'm going to get over all that stuff. Yeah. And I'll be all right. But Mama ain't. Right. It's going to be hard for Mama. Right. It's going to be hard because I'm, I'm her baby. You know, and they ain't going to have nobody mistreating me. You know, and we got to be very careful. And I know when you're a mother-in-law and when you're a father-in-law and, and you got children, you want to be in, in all their business. You don't have to be in all their business. You handled all your business when you was younger. Amen. They can handle their business now because stuff like that happens. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's just not honorable. You protect that. I know when people are in trouble. I know when people are in trouble because in, in this counseling session, they threw one another under the bus. Amen. When, when you really love people and your love is right, you protect. Amen. You protect. Hallelujah. I knew, I knew, I knew my first marriage was sinking when I got thrown under the bus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And it wasn't right. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some things just hush hush. Amen. Now let me say this. There's, there's this great scripture about wives submit unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. A lot of people like to quote that. A lot of carnal bucket men that don't pray, that don't read their Bibles, that go to church every now and then, they want to quote that when they want to try to control and manipulate somebody. They want to use it for witchcraft. Well, the Bible says you have to submit. I've heard of people saying, you've got to submit to me using that scripture and having their own wives prostituting themselves. To, and and they, they, they are, I don't, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what a word to call it, but wicked enough to use scripture to do some kind of nonsense like that. Amen, listen. 
in context about submission. Submission's not an ugly word. Amen. It's really just honor and respecting each other. In context here, unless a man is full of the Spirit of God and submission and submission to God himself, he has no reason to expect his wife to submit to him. Amen. Now, I want to tell you, I have seen a few cases where the woman was pretty tough and uh, the husband wasn't, and the, the women abused the man. <laughs> Amen. And if they didn't toe the line, they got a knot on their head. And, and, and it, that wasn't right either. Amen. We're supposed to treat it, but, but it, is, it is a shameful thing. Uh, it's a shameful thing for uh, a man to beat on a woman. Or in, or in certain cases, vice versa. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, and when, when, when we have the opportunity to, to have the grace of God working in our lives. Amen. How many knows I love you? And I believe we have great marriages. But this is word of life family. Church, we're developing the families. Amen. And uh, we got to have great marriages. And God wants, it's, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. Everybody gets all excited about weddings and the honeymoon and all that stuff. And, and you know, it's just, a, it's just a celebration. But then it's like after that, it's, eh, we hope you're hanging on all right. Hope you're getting by. But it's, it's just the beginning of a wonderful life together that God ordained. Now, uh, uh, I've told this story about Smith Wigglesworth you know, once or twice a year for years, but it bears repeating, and maybe somebody online uh, hasn't heard it. It doesn't take that long, but it illustrates it, and I want you to understand it illustrates a couple things right here. Here's a man that shook the world with the power of God, and he was backslidden cold on God, and his wife, staying Faithful, helped him. Amen. So you never give up, and you do what's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Wigglesworth, a man mightily used of God, said, Under God, all I am in my entire ministry, I owe to my dear wife. He went on to tell that when he was a successful plumber in England, growing prosperous from plumbing uh, in the old mansions and houses there, he was working sometimes seven days a week. He said he grew cold in spirit and really just backslid. Now, when you backslide and get out of fellowship with God, you're not so interested in the things of God. And when someone, el uh, someone else is, it brings conviction to you. You, you. you go to church too much, he told his wife. You're not to go anymore. I know enough about the Bible to know that the man is the head of the wife, and you're to obey me. And I said, don't go to church, so you're not going. Well, she smiled sweetly and said, now, Smith, you're the head of this house, and you're my husband. And whatever you say in the house goes, and you know as well as I do that I do ne not neglect you or the children or the house in any way. But you are not my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. And the Bible tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. The Bible tells me to go to church, and I'm going. Well, he said... I'd fume and fuss and practically cuss. And finally, one day I told her, if you go tonight, I'll lock you out. But she went right along, uh, and he locked her out. She didn't have a key and couldn't get in. 
He said, the next morning I came downstairs, opened the back door, and there she was, all bundled up in her coat, leaning back up against the door. She'd been there all night. When I opened the door, she almost fell into the kitchen, but she bounded up, smiled, and said, Well, dear, how are you this morning? She was so kind and sweet, but I'd have felt better if she'd chewed on me a little. She didn't know. She just asked, what would you like for breakfast? And she fixed my favorite breakfast. All right, all right, I said. I'm wrong, I missed it. She had just loved me back to God. But at the same time, she stood her ground. If she had quit church and followed me, we'd have both been in trouble. Amen. Now, that's a, that's a real testimony in uh, uh, real truth. Amen. Hallelujah. A couple more scriptures here, and then I want to I read a prophecy. I'm not covering all this as good as I, I thought I might. But uh, Acts 14, 21 says, And when they had preached the gospel to that city and made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, we must through many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. <coughs> so when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting, they commended them to the Lord uh, in whom they believed. So this says we must through many tribulations enter into the kingdom of God. And, you know, we understand that the kingdom of God is the domain. It's heaven's rule. And when we're born again, we're, we're given citizenship into that. And we can enter that and, and live under the laws of prosperity and, and the laws of grace. Amen. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Amen. We can walk by love when nobody else walks by love. <coughs> we can honor God when nobody else is. But it says, through must tri many tribulations enter the kingdom of God. And, uh, and that's right. Because the devil will try to keep you from going on with God. He don't care if you're an old carnal bucket Christian that never prays, that never seeks God, that never lets their light shine. He don't care how much you go to church if you're like that. Amen. But when you start hearing something and you start believing something and you start praying some things, amen, that's shaking up his kingdom, he, he cares. And tribulations will come your way to keep you from entering in. Now listen to this, how the passion phrased that and made this little change. And I think this is right, too. At each place they went, they strengthened the lives of the believers and encouraged them to go deeper in their faith. And they taught them, it is necessary for us to enter into the realm of God's kingdom because that's the only way we will endure our many trials and persecutions. And that's what, that's what I said before. Religion's not going to be able to stand up against everything that's coming against us. It's going to take people that know their God, that walk with their God, that, that live in His power every day <coughs> and trust in His power every day. I, I, I feel like uh, I want to read a prophecy to you and, uh, and, and have prayer as we close. Uh, uh, I consider... Uh, Kenneth E. Hagin to, to be a, a great prophet to this last day's generation. Matter of fact, matter of fact, his mother uh, 
His, 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 his mother's parents never liked his dad. He was a, he was a, a smooth operator. And he was a ladies' man. And uh, they really didn't want her to marry him, but she did. And it was kind of a, she was proud. Make your bed hard. You got to live in it. Well, she was in bad shape when she was pregnant with him. Wasn't very far along. He was, on, he was less than two pounds when he was born. She was very sick. And she humbled her, herself and didn't have no money. She humbled herself and she was going to her parents' house to get help. Well, on the way there, she collapsed in the street. And uh, some people got her and took her to her parents' house. And uh, she, delivered the, she delivered the baby. But before she collapsed, while she was out in the street, the wind started blowing. This was a Baptist lady. The wind started blowing severely and, and terribly. And God spoke to her out of that and said, This baby will live and not die <coughs> and he will be my messenger he'll be a, a messenger for the end times and uh, he, he told her what to call him and call his name but she got so scared to hear that voice that she took off running and that's when she collapsed and they took her and, and Kenneth was born and the doctor said he's, uh, he's, he, he's dead he'll not live and put him in a shoebox and then the doctor, when he left, he told Grandma to take him out in the backyard and bury him. And uh, Grandma looked at him and picked him up, and he moved. And so she, she cleaned him up and got an eyedropper and started giving him some milk, and, and he lived. Less than two pounds. What, what a, what a, and what a testimony. He left, and this is what he, he said in, in the 80s. The end of the age is coming upon this generation. The powers of darkness, the forces of evil are rampant as never before and they will be increased in intensity and velocity. And even many Christians will see and look upon these things and say, Oh, there is no use. Throw up their hands in futility and say, Well, I guess it's all over. We'll just have to hold on and pray for Jesus to come shortly because the devil's about to take over everything. But thus saith the Lord in this day, I'm searching the body of Christ to enlist soldiers. I'll raise up a new band. I'll raise up a new army who will know how to pray against the powers of darkness. And the light will dispel the darkness and the truth will set men free. And prayer will break the bonds that bind men's minds and spirits and bodies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yea, there are those who will learn to take their place hurriedly. It must be hurriedly. It must be quickly. It must be that they learn, that they enter in quickly and stand against the forces of darkness and evil that will try and come against the land, against the church, against the home, uh, that will try and disrupt and destroy all that is good and all that God has endorsed. But the hand of the Lord is upon those who will listen and at the urge of God in the, in the Spirit to those who are attentive they will pray. The Spirit of God will help you to pray. Do not try to do it yourself. Uh, though there must be labor on your part, yet at the same time, rest in Him. Let the Spirit flow through you like a river, like a mighty wave. Let it flow through you. Give vent to those innermost groanings. Let them escape from your lips. 
take time to get alone and wait, sometimes not even saying anything, but on the inside of you, there is an agonizing. There is a flowing out of your spirit by the Holy Spirit uh, to the great spirit, the Father of spirits. And thou shalt be sustained, and thou shalt be kept, and thy family and thy home will be sure and stand fast, and thy children shall grow up strong and stalwart in the Lord, and they shall have no fear. Praise God. Praise God. I think that man was speaking by the Holy Ghost. Whew, glory to God. Father, we just praise you. We thank you for your goodness. We love you, Lord. We honor you. Glory to God. We, 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 uh, we bow down before your throne, Lord. We come boldly because of the blood you told us to come. And uh, th- your words, they're seeds, Lord. They're seeds that have been sown into our, 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 our souls, our minds, in our hearts. We want to honor you. You said if we'd ask, you'd give it to us. So we're asking, Lord, for, for a harvest of the things that are on the inside of us. We want to be faithful in these last days. We know we can do nothing, but you are everything. You are mighty. And we yield to you. We yield to your goodness and your power on the inside of us. We're calling upon you, Jesus, asking your blessing. Help us to pray. Oh, how people need our prayers. Oh, how this uh, generation needs our prayers. Revive us, O Lord. Stir our hearts. Awaken us uh, to your purposes. I plead the blood. We're nothing without you. You're faithful. And your love, is, your love is perfect and it's undeserved. And we could never deserve it. But you love us anyhow. And because you love us, we can go on and we can pick ourselves up and fulfill all that you have for us. In the name of Jesus, we'll not come up short. We're anointed to be, us men are anointed to be husbands. Us husbands are anointed to be husbands. And the wives are anointed to be wives. And parents and everything else that you'd have us to be. We'll give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise and all God's children said, Amen. And Amen. Praise God. God bless you. We will see you Wednesday night. The ladies, there's a a book meeting at 5 o'clock, I guess. So be blessed.